Hello, this is David Reese of the Internet cartoon Get Your War On. I want to have a frustrating interview experience using tomorrow's technology, a technology which has not yet achieved the most rudimentary successes of yesterday's technology. I choose to do so in the context of the MEP report. Let my home back in Omaha See if I can make it out in the world And I got as far as Wichita but Suddenly I wasn't sure anymore Lost all my friends in Los Angeles I'm not welcome in New York But I must stop back in Omaha Where the fans, they always crying out for in that case, welcome to Bet Report number 96, November 22nd, 2007. What is up, everybody out there? Hey, everybody. We, Happy Thanksgiving. You know, we're giving we, thanks right now. Oh, we're give, we're we are giving thanks. thanks. I don't want to meta too much. I just have to say, first of all, we want to welcome everybody from Boing Boing who's come over to check us out and elsewhere on the web. We really appreciate you guys listening to us. And, and we have to say, just for a minute, we're not going to get into the specifics here, but about five minutes ago, we were extraordinarily depressed, or at least I was, because Russ, who's taken over the statistics and like various <laughs> web things for the show, I was asking him, heavy like, breathing. I'm like, Russ, how are we doing? And Russ is like, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, no, how are we doing? He's like, well, our numbers are really really bad actually and he goes through it and he's like you know he runs through a bunch of numbers quickly not only that he had a whole theory of he had a, an analysis yes he's just of like, the reasons well, of why our what numbers happened are bad. is that story left and i actually struck me now that i think about it that like by extension clea came in so like all these people apparently left because they're like i don't want to listen to greg and clea and no, no, i appreciate and he, he didn't say it was that they left because i was here he left because, was story, because had story had left this huge his people with him right peop, right following yeah that unless so, they heard what? Story's voice, they a didn't care. On my radio show? <laughs> I will have Turn it off now. So, so poor form, sir. So female God allowed to speak right So we were we're incredibly no, no, no. Yeah. So we're incredibly depressed and we're all like, uh I'm like and and then Russ is like, Look, we just can't do the show tonight, you know, this is just not the right circumstance. I'm like, What are we doing wrong? And Russ is like, Because truthfully we only have X amount of shows. I'm like, wait, how many shows? And he names it again, he's like, Oh wait. He's like, there may be a math problem here. So I whip out my calculator. I'm like, yes, Russ, that's actually, you know, five times what you just said, the amount of shows. He's like, oh, yes. And then there's another pause. It and then he says, ten times. It's our ten <laughs> times. That's right. And then there was another pause. And he's like, uh, yeah, actually, the traffic thing, actually, our traffic's, oh. And he kept saying, oh. Every time he said, oh, it was something different. He's like, oh, um, actually, people still, li- okay, they, yeah, we're yeah we're okay. We're fine. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> like we're just sort of like from depression to euphoria in five easy uh, minutes. So now we're all a little bit shell shocked. So we're we'll giving to thanks for Russ being a math retard. <laughs> Everyone is thanking. Thank you. Russ. Oh, you can't divide after all, Russ. Yay, we have people. It's a good thing you can't divide. If you, if you could, we'd math. be in a bad situation. Well, that was the thing too. Is exactly. it was like I was so not only was 
uh, we don't have enough listeners anymore. But then he, his premise also was that the number of downloads have gone down since Story. So the first thing he realized was like, well, actually, no, we do have quite a few downloads. The next thing he realized is, no, actually, our numbers have gone up since Story. Which is not a reflection on Story. It's just a reflection not at all. on us it's doing the show. Presumably, like, the show, continue to the get show some, continues to get people. But, see, I was going to say, actually, before, you know, the euphoria hit when Russ realized he <laughs> needed to add a zero. Add divide, yeah. um, that I was going to More say, heroes. Russ, <laughs> for all of my men, zeros for all of my men. I was going to say that um, uh, that you know, although I apologize for replacing Story without a fan club in the beginning, I soon will have a fan club. Oh, really? Uh, yes, actually, uh, we've some listener from one of our other shows has said he's going oh, to uh, right, yeah. start a Clea fan club. I'm a little troubled by this. He saw oh, the wow. photo on our website, and he said, Clea's really beautiful. And then he made a <laughs> bunch of jokes about how, of course, I'm sure Greg is beautiful, too, but I'm sure Clea looks better in a dress. And have I mentioned that Clea's beautiful? And I know this isn't creepy, insert creepy sound here, <laughs> but I really think Clea's beautiful. And I was like... I am troubled, strange sir, by your commentary about my beautiful wife. I recognize that she is beautiful indeed, but I'm troubled that you, some person from Canada, think that she is beautiful also. That's the only problem is my fan club is going to be based out of Canada. But, you know, I don't see a problem with that. And that it's stocked entirely by people who are stalking you. But other than that, it's (laughs) perfect. Welcome to Web Celebrity. (laughs) Speaking of Web Celebrity, I... And my crazy endeavor of being a boing-boing person. That's right. It's going well. We released this Thanksgiving video, which I'm probably going to post on the website so you guys will see it as soon as this episode is up. Or actually okay. the episode before this, because we're delinquents. Who apparently still have listeners. We're delinquents and people stick around. I don't because know why. We can, because you guys, don't, we don't know how to do math. Join us with our non-math. We can't do... Yes, welcome to the Humanities Report, but we will never do math again. What are you trying to say? Um, actually, you make a good point there. I did better uh, in math than I did in English on the SATs, though, actually, but... I wasn't the one doing the math. So. And thank God for that. No, you're not the one keeping the stats and being like, sorry, we have, according to this, my calculation may be off, we have negative 6.5 listeners. There's 6.5 people who curse the name of the MEP report every time the podcast is released. You imagine it's going to be like five years from now, it's going to be like, Russ is going to be sitting in the audience and they're going to be like, and the nighttime Emmy goes to, and Russ is like, really, nobody comes to my shows anymore. Russ Cooper, oh, actually, I won the nighttime Emmy. Oh, hi, I'm I'm the winner of the Emmy. I I am Dane Cook, times five. Congratulations to Ooh, me. So. I don't know. Must be diebold. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Yeah, so what um, celebrity? Yeah, so we did this Thanksgiving crunk. It was a crunk specifically, which I had to learn about. I feel like the nerdiest person in the world having to Wikipedia what crunk was. It's like, crunk oh, is a rhythmic repetitive form of rap originating from the southeastern United States. It features, etc. I'm like, yes, taking notes on crunk. And so um, I did a spoof of a little John song who apparently is this big crunk star who I knew of. I just didn't know what genre. Yeah. Yeah, he's that guy. This show's how guy. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. And uh, people seem to like it. Like, 20,000 people saw it today, including one of the DJs on K-Rock, who's going to play it tomorrow awesome. in L.A. It's just the most absurd thing It's ever. awesome, man. Congratulations. So, That's great stuff. And who you, need, you don't have any room in your mind for math when you're doing this stuff. I don't. Hey, when you're composing something entitled Gobble Gobble Motherfucker, <laughs> you really don't. <laughs> math and you are not friends. There is when technically a bleep in there. Thanksgiving food. But there's a non-censored version, too. Lyrics from this song. There was some really, like, genius stuff. Like, I, I don't think you can 
overly sexualized Thanksgiving dinner any more than I did when I wrote this <laughs> last two nights ago. Like I was, I wrote like a bunch of stuff that was ultimately edited by us later, but the stuff mm-hmm. that stayed in. Oh, I'm gonna leave a little secret. This is for the people who are like big fans of the turkey crunk. Here's the big lyric that was changed. This is the most sexualized verse, I think. It's, I take a breast and a thigh. You like my dark meat. Let me give you some stuffing. Okay, and now in the song it says, as a very special treat. But when I initially wrote it, it was, let me give you some stuffing before I skeet, skeet, skeet. Uh. <laughs> most people don't know what that means. Skeet, 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 Exactly. <laughs> well, there was, was the crunk. It was like yeah. Nice. There, there was this one uh, one uh, Chappelle show during his um, intro. He would do an intro before he got to the skits, and he was he commented on that and that he just like the that there's all these wh- white people now who are like singing skeet and they have no idea what it is that he's saying and he's like I could just keep saying it skeet skeet no one knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep. yep, it's true. And so here's here's the second verse. This is the one that closed out the song that made everyone vomit in the boing boing room as we were writing this with laughter. They're like, I'm going to baste your innards, take the temperature high, you'll want my creamed corn, and I'll eat your pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. And everybody lost their shit. They're like, we have sponsors, you know. And I'm like, okay, so take out skeet, 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 but you leave it everything else. <laughs> That's fine. Everyone will just be like... Uh. <laughs> hey, you could get new sponsors for cream, like the cream corn, the yeah. canned cream corn. So you get rid That's of right. IBM and you replace it with Hustler. What's the big deal, Russ? I'd say you're moving <laughs> up in the world. Hustler it doesn't matter. Trojan backing boingboing.com. <laughs> boingboing.net. They it's probably brought do to back you. boingboing.com just in case people mistakenly go to a site that doesn't exist. I do notice, like, though, that oh, in your... Welcome your, to boingboing.com. In your turkey wrap, though, I do notice that you propagated uh, a view which is actually inaccurate, which is that turkey... Uh, is somehow more soporific, uh, creates more sleep possibilities because of the tryptophan than other things. And the truth is that turkey actually has no more tryptophan than any other kind of meal that involves you, you know, know, meat Greg, of any kind. I was just talking to a biochemist last night who also confirmed what you're saying. She, yeah. she said, you know, it's really just people getting sleepy because they eat so much food. In fact, and because the tryptophan lots of, is negligible. And the insulin, because you're eating like, like tons of starches and like potatoes and bread. Yep. And stuffing and all that stuff and so your insulin shoots up and then eventually you know you you have a tendency after that to compensate you crash and so you end up sleeping and i will totally but, give you yeah. that i i would definitely argue this this song not is not less educational it's than my mole rap <laughs> like the mole rap was definitely more educational than the turkey rap yeah but yeah it, it's sort of irresistible to have tryptophan you know as a potential play that you you know to rhyme something with so but what I this to is stick it in there there's crea- creative license we understand yeah absolutely but what this has brought mm-hmm. up for me right. russ the question i have is since it's now clear that you've become typecast and you are now the new white rapper for the 21st century my question to you is um what's next like what other things could be rapped about in society by white people who don't know what crunk means um that have not been rapped about yet because that is a gap i think in what should be and what is. And I'd like to see you bridge that gap. So, uh, so know, a lot of our editors were sort of half complaining that like it's so easy to compose rap. It like takes us five seconds to compose what would be a totally legitimate like rap soundtrack. And I'm like, you know, you don't have to bang the genre. Maybe we're all just geniuses. Maybe we can just do in one day what it takes them like three years to do an album. Like that's fine. Maybe that's you know doesn't mean that doesn't take anything away from Lil John and. Those guys, they, they deserve all the money that they've made. 
just because I did something overnight that's going to be played on K-Rock doesn't <laughs> d- diminish what they do at all. Well, I think that report what they listeners, do is you're listening to the voice of a man <laughs> drunk on his own power. <laughs> he is drunk on just tryptophan. I can, I can be better than Eminem by studying Wikipedia for two hours. <laughs> doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's actually a bit, it's funny. I've uh, the last couple of weeks I've been looking into for whatever reason these uh, rap battles because I saw a couple things on YouTube like the end of Eight Mile and a few other things that involve these rap battles, and I've been looking into them. And there's some pretty amazing people. There's actually one of the best rap battlers is this guy named Jin J I N, who basically just goes around and kicks all these rappers' asses at you know freestyling and battling on the fly. And what I noticed as I was listening to it is he's he's really good. Like there are definitely you know it's clever and all that stuff. But all of these guys need to rely essentially on maybe two or three words. And the two or three words that I noticed the most were, yeah, that's obviously, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of that in your rap too, Russ. And then, yo, is the other one. Indeed. Yo, 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 yeah, yeah. Like, if you didn't have yo and yeah, you would have to somehow replace them with other placeholder words. Like, you know... Like there's like you can do what to like yo yeah and what but if you got past that like about, what else um, would you have um what um, if we were playing um, with, with normal th- normal hangups be like um 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 yo, <laughs> at the end, end oh, of the day crap. end of the day I mean, end of the day um, at the end of the day end of the day hundred ten percent hundred ten percent they mainly are doing that at the beginning or middle uh, in between or at the end of verses honey to get the rhythm going and to to get themselves. Oh no, I know. It's uh, like they're sort of building up. Beat. Absolutely yeah. sure, but I'm it's just not saying, really like, necessarily it's used like as filler. Time. Yeah, it's not really necessarily you're a filler. Debater, it's prep right. time. Right. And it, if we were in policy debate, you know, while we were preparing our speech, we would just have to sit there going yo the whole time as we were writing our responses to the <laughs> counter arguments. Exactly. Be like yo 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 yo. I'm ready. Mr. Now. Speaker, Mr. Speaker, yo 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 yeah yo. I mean, like I so, don't know. Yeah. So yo. Uh, but yeah, to answer your question from ten minutes ago, like yeah. I absolutely felt like I was being typecast. I'm like, you know, I can do more than one type of thing that is funny. And they're like, no, you can't. You did this one funny thing, and now we're going to milk it for all it's worth. I'm like, wait, just wait. How about <laughs> something else? Just I just know. have that stuff in the arsenal, so when they, you know, fatigue of you, Charleston, doing this I'll craft, you can Charleston. pull out another one. No. Ne- yes, indeed. Absolutely. Next so, time they ask you for something funny, just be like, yeah, yeah, yo, yo, and just do that for a while till you figure it out. And just be like, they're like, oh, Russ is in his d- d- delaying mode while he thinks of what's funny. We're waiting for it. We're just waiting for it. Indeed. I think, yeah. So anyway, we hope you've enjoyed the turkey crunk. And, you know, now that we've confirmed that at least some of you exist through <laughs> bad math. Through bad math. We found ourselves in there as well. That's true. Well, we've we've actually talked about this before. It's funny. I, I think I, we may have mentioned this last year, but since it is coming up on Thanksgiving uh, tomorrow, actually it's Thanksgiving today when we're recording this, so uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. But it strikes me that uh, I was thinking about this because my father used to absolutely loathe Thanksgiving. I don't think I've told this on, this on the show before, but he used to hate it because basically, first of all, there were a lot of foods that he didn't like. Like, he liked turkey, and that was fine, but he, was, he did not like cranberry sauce. He didn't like particularly like sweet potatoes. You know, he didn't like all the sort of traditional stuff. And then on top of it, his parents were from the generation of, you must eat your food because if you do not eat your food, you are making a mockery of what we have done and you are attacking us and you are attacking our, the 
old country and you were, you know. And so he ended up having to stuff himself with food he didn't like and then was miserable for the rest of the day while he digested this food that he didn't like. And so he always had these terribly negative associations with Thanksgiving. Whereas whereas I love like 99.9% of the foods that Thanksgiving provides. But it struck me, this is the only holiday we have, and I know this is one of your favorites, Russ, because of the food thing, but it's one of the only holidays we have that's dominated by food itself. Like, is there any other holiday that's all about the food? Thanksgiving is like the only holiday, right, that's all about the food. We don't have it. Christmas is not that way. Halloween, maybe. Yeah, but Halloween, a candy, I guess. But, I mean, I don't know. That's about costumes, too. What about St. Glutton's Eve? That's that true. A that's, that's, a good that's, point. True. that's a good point. Yeah, same good. Oh, the only problem with that is that that is, doesn't exist. Right. That's the only downside to that uh, right. argument. But in the movie 7, you remember when the guy, he makes the guy eat tomato? Yes, it's like, disgusting. He makes him eat Chef Boyardee until his stomach yes. explodes? Yes. yes. I really enjoyed that, and I think we should celebrate <laughs> that scene at the holiday. That would be awesome. great. That would be, that would be spectacular. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's a really disturbing image. It but, you know, it's, so it's just one of those holidays that's all about food. I mean, that's, uh, but actually, that brings up a good point, Russ. Is this holiday a bad holiday because it relies so much on food? Like, is this just basically showing off to the rest of the world? Like, check out how much food we have that you don't have. Would you... Check us how much we've, we've got. Would you, you know? rather it rely on, like, empty commercialism and buying gifts like all of our other holidays? They're like, well, since you're not going to eat yourself to death, have a tchotchke. <laughs> <laughs> for your friends. So wait, our choice you is empty. American. Our choice is empty commercialism or gluttony. American. Commercialism or yeah, gluttony. Those are our choices. Can you name anything else that we celebrate? I I'll give you five seconds to right, name something. Right, that's pretty much America, right? Gluttony or capitalism? Valentine's five, Day. Four. That's three, the same thing. It's all about two, cards and ah, capitalism. Sorry, Valentine's Day. Ca- chocolate hearts and yeah, and flowers and, and cards. Oh, well, uh, Veterans Day. No, no commercials in there. Day. Nobody celebrates Veterans Day. We just sit at home and watch TV. Uh, yeah, it's not a holiday. Nobody celebrates it. Yeah. Memorial Day. <laughs> Memorial Day. No one celebrates it. Yes, thing. they do. They go out and celebrate it with barbecues and all those kinds uh, of things. Food. Or beach trips to the beach. Do you uh, buy anything at the beach at Memorial you, Day? You eat at the beach. Yeah, but come on. That, well, that's, that doesn't no count. It's not associated with that. No, yeah, Day. sure there is. It's a beach tradition. Absolutely. No one goes to the beach on Memorial Day, Greg. Right. It's the summer having a day off. It's not we're going to celebrate by going to the beach. It's, oh, it's the summer and I have a day off. I'm going to the beach. Well, I mean, yeah, like, obviously, you know, Christmas gets the white Christmas song because it's during winter. Like, that just happens to be the luck of the draw. But the point is, it doesn't rely Memorial Day on commercialism, nor does it rely on gluttony. It just relies on itself. It doesn't rely on anything. It doesn't rely on anything. Because it doesn't really exist other than being a random day off that most people don't know why. How about July 4th? Food, barbecues, there's your barbecue. No, no, there's always going to be food associated with these things, but the point is it's not all about that. Like, July 4th is not all about that. July 4th okay. has fireworks. Yeah, maybe fireworks is, like, the least harmful thing directly associated with holiday. I and there are parades. That. There's parades in July 4th. That's all right. So a lot of people like parades. I don't parades like parades. Are evil, though. Parades are Parades are far worse than commercials. How can you not like parades? Plenty. I don't like parades. Parades are fun, especially they're good Why parades. are they fun? Standing there... While people are yelling around you, and people are like throwing things, what? loud music. Parades are fascist. I'm sorry. And then every once in a while, I have to walk and step. I may have misspoke. You I know, think when I said parade, while watching Conquering Armies, 
Well, yeah, just but killed a bunch of people. Yeah, it's like the Nazis, Greg. That's the not Nazis the way paraded, it, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Are you I saying you like Nazis? I love how I they say like parade, and you guys hear. Of all time. Yeah. I love how I say parade, and you guys hear Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Like that's not clearly what. And people were throwing things, and they started chanting, two men enter, one man." Like that's not that's not the way parades go. Yet, like some of the parades, granted, there's some parts of parades that can be boring. But the cool part of a parade is if it's got you know floats in it. Like think of the Macy's Day Parade. What where you've is got so exciting about seeing a big float? float because they're huge and they're big and they float. Uh-huh. What do you mean? And they're all different ones. Like, did you? There's like Shrek is one of the floats in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. If there were like 17 Shrek balloons, like in a row, there's like an army of Shrek balloons. That would be better. Than but there's flying. different I, floats. That might be entertaining. Like, but what about the uh, the sort of? And also, not only that, the parade is the only event that comes to you. I mean, you stand there, That's and the parade true. passes you by. You have to go there hours early, get a seat, you. Yeah, you go sit right there, and you. stand and you either get to hurt watch your the whole parade, or sit on an uncomfortable chair or the ground for hours on end while people That's are like screaming the all three sides is of you. The first appliance that comes to you, all you have to do is sleep outside the store the night before it's released. <laughs> exactly. Actually, that's and not like, even remotely what that is it like. Comes to not me. at all. All I have to do is bring a piece of No, if you go to a me bag to my local radio, thousand dollars. Wait five days and give them lots of money, and then it comes to me. You don't have to wait five days for a parade. You don't have to wait for a thousand. Oh, I got another one I just thought of. What about New Year's Eve? Drinking. New Year's Eve. Drinking. Okay, look. You guys are like, my point is not to create a holiday where food parties are not involved. Like, no food, no parties. Stay at home and conserve. What about Earth Day? (laughs) Sit at home. Craig, all no I'm trying to say is exactly. we were with you exactly. with 4th of July until you had to bring up the parade thing. You just had to go there. Parades are good. Okay, you know what? I like parades. Stop all your head. You people are on crack. But the point is, New Year's Eve, you got nothing for that. You can't say, you know. Booze. What are you talking about? Like, that's something that some people will consume, not all of them. Most people have booze on New Year's Eve. That's, that's absurd. That's not. There's cool movies on New Year's Eve. What? There's cool places to go. There's parties. You go to a dancing. movie on oh, New Year's movies. Eve? No, like movies are on TV. Are you referring to, like, like sleep movies on TV. Seattle or, like, movies that are about New Year's Eve? No, you know, like, they play, like, uh, well. they play, like, you know, the Marx, uh, what do you call them, the Marx you Brothers. You say when you stay home and you and don't do anything, you get to there's watch like, movies. Like par- no, no, no. You start out by doing that. Then you go out to watch. Then you go out to like a late night okay, party you go to a party oh and you watch like the ball drop wait, and then you wait, dance wait. and you cheer and not only that you get to think about wait. like new the new year coming up and like make plans and everything it's great i don't i don't get the playing cool stuff on tv that's like if one person does one cool thing on one holiday then that's what we associate with that holiday i don't understand like if bruce lee like kicked the hell out of 17 guys and he did it on like all hallows eve <laughs> Well, that he did that, that of course. But he did that. But he was Bruce Lee. It was Bruce <laughs> Lee being cool, not like yeah, the day that he did the it. That's not the point. On. You just strengthened my point. The no. fact that Bruce Lee did that. Bruce Lee probably also kicked seventeen guys on New Year's Eve. No, that's which what his makes point, that even Greg, more cool. is that just because one person might do it doesn't mean that it's a common thing for the holiday. I'm sorry. If Bruce Lee kicked ass on a particular day, that gets a little bit extra credit because Bruce Lee was okay, doing Rest, it. Now, I don't think he's going to really engage in a Eve, discussion everyone here. Everyone wore fake mustaches and cigars and went like, well, I wouldn't have any club in which I was a member. And that's like right. they went around acting like Groucho Marx all day. Right. That would be fun. Okay. But that's not what happens. It's just a channel that shows old movies because everyone goes home for New Year's Eve. No, but right. some of them do, but a well, lot of like, people go out to parties and, you yeah, know, and they, they get drink to, and, and eat. I love Christmas Ugh. because TNT plays a Christmas story 12 times in a row while <laughs> everyone goes home. And 
I get to watch the same. I get to do what I've always wanted, which is watch one TV no, no, show no, 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 no. a thousand you, times in a row. You people are I'm OCD. No, no, you people are playing your little cynical game here of like, oh, I can't do any of that. No, you're Surely not there are a real holidays. argument. Surely there are holidays. I have made lots of real arguments. There are holidays that you guys like that you're just not willing to admit to, right? Do you have any I holidays think, that you I like? I think Halloween is probably the closest. I mean, candy, sure. There's some gluttony going on, but mostly it's about being silly. Which I think is a very good basis for a holiday. Okay. So holidays should involve being silly, or well, in the case of women being slutty, which I I guess. Yeah, I, I was when also. that was where you're really going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when that happened. I don't know what point that transition took place. It is a good like point, though. Women costumes equal being out slutting each other, but. I welcome the development. And <laughs> there's this, whoever um, idea it was. <laughs> there's this, this chain in New York City of costume rentals, and they had uh, posters all over the place on the subway. And it, the poster wa- was a picture of a compilation of a bunch of different um, cost- people in costumes, about maybe like 50 different costumes. And, of course, all of the women were pirate in short skirt, nurse with short skirt, Tinkerbell with short skirt. I mean, they're all just like... Very few long flowing gowns right. in the uh, Halloween... And then there was my favorite. You know those those um, games? There was even like a game show once where it will show you an image of like three different images or something and you have to put the words together to hear, figure out what the phrase was. You know, like... Yes. Yeah. And I, was, I do know that show. I was, it was always... Called, oh, shit. Wait. Oh. Wait a minute. I know this show. But it was like, that was only revealed at the end, right? Like, you had yeah, to do yeah, all yeah. this removing of tiles. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. The and then you had to guess. The, the exactly. Of, it's called Wheel of Fortune. No, it's not. Anyway. No! So I was I was you never good at that. Concentration. I was never good at that. Concentration! Yes, concentration! Wow. Good job, Greg. Represent. Um, I was never good well at done. that. It just Thank was you. not the way that my brain worked. However, I was very proud of mm-hmm. myself because in the left lower corner of this poster was a man um, well built gentleman in a white t-shirt jeans and he had a stuffed horse's head and I was like well he doesn't really look like a cowboy Um, I don't really know where they're going with this so I looked at it for a little bit longer from the godfather no he was a what (laughs) (laughs) so I look look a little bit further and I realized that he not only had a horse's head that he was holding down by his uh, torso, but he also had a noose around his um, a, a noose with the rope hanging around his neck. Oh, he's a lyncher. No, he was hung, was he? hung like a horse. It's a oh, word man, game. That's horrible. That <laughs> is his. That is. The Halloween costume. And he carries around business cards, right, where he's like, the answer to my little riddle is... Uh, uh. That's his costume. He you had a noose me of, hanging over his shoulder and a stuffed head of a horse by his crotch. That and that was is, his costume. That's good stuff. Hung like a horse. Or possibly I commit equestrian suicide. <laughs> Either one. Yeah, exactly. I'm the living incarnation of Aquas. Uh, that's what I actually am. That's what's right. going on here. <laughs> I'm death, though, but I'm also dying. But I'm also I'm dying. dying. I'm a dying incarnation I have sex with horses Aquas. and then decapitate them. That's what well, I, I also, what I, don't, oh what I want to know is, is how many of the versions of that costume does the company make? 
You mean like what's what's the how does the decision? It must made? have been a custom costume, right? Well, that's you what I'm wondering. It's there's like there's actually do you a costume that's one? called the hung like a horse costume. Yes. Like, like do you did they, they make just one and then if they need to make more they'll make more like quick another stuffed head or do they think hmm I think there's gonna be about hundred people that are gonna buy that. I mean how do you figure that kind of stuff? They're like. Hey, I need a costume. Uh, do you guys have any pirate costumes? They're like, no. No. Do you have any I have a giant cock costumes? They're like, um, yes. Yes, here we do. It's we right do. here. In fact, we have... Phrased slightly differently. Hung like but a moose? No. Hung uh, like a gorilla? No. No. Horse. Yeah, or, that's about Yes, right. that will work. What you reminded me of before was that, you know, I've been in my research... For uh, Boing Boing TV production, I've been researching some very odd subcultures on the internet. One of whom is apparently they're into centaurs. But the problem with being a centaur is you need like two guys to have the centaur costume, hmm. and it's like totally like a sexual subculture. But in the sexual subculture, there's just one guy who's like a horse's ass because that's the completion of the centaur costume, and that's right. all he is. It's like he's the back end of the horse. The other guy's the cool torso, and he just walks around. It's horrible. How can you live like that? Who wants to be a horse? Who wants ass to be a horse as ass. part of some crazy subculture? And so that's. You mean that's kind of what they go around with all day long is as they like to pretend that they're a centaur? No. Like they walk into work. Oh, look, it's Bob. Yes, I'm a horse's ass. Yes. And get a little kinky. Then one guy's idea of relaxing after a long day of work is he gets to be the horse's ass in the centaur. And he like looks forward to it all week. He's like, I can't wait until I get to be the horse's ass. It's so much better than being an accountant or whatever he is. Well, yeah, because you know what probably he gets to get being the horse's ass. I don't think there's any real need to go along this line. Okay. Or what? I overheated and sweaty and um, having his head up the guy's ass no. who's the actual centaur the well, whole time? Did we say that um, Halloween was a good holiday? Yeah, I think we agreed that Halloween... Did we, did we I don't want to, you know... I, uh... You know, yeah. when you get older, sure. Russ, I'll explain it to you. <laughs> okay. When you move there back enough. to New York, I'm a little naive about these things. Yeah, when you move back to New York, I'll I'll tell you the the secrets. She'll so tell you, you all so you about it. But it's a good point that, that. All right. Yeah, she'll tell you all about it. But it's a good point that these I'll costumes take you to Chelsea have really gone. And we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> these co- these costumes have all gone in, a, in <laughs> very odd uh, very odd directions. I think because I was thinking about that, like when I was a kid. You know, I dressed up, well, I mean, I dressed up the one time as, a, oh, actually, there is one thing that has not changed, and maybe that's something which has sort of led to this idea of, you know, women dressing up in slutty outfits and men dressing up in these bizarre word puzzles or whatever, and that is that even standard costumes are continually misinterpreted. Okay, if you're Superman, fine. Everybody gets Superman. Red cape, blue, you know, whatever. If you're talking about Spider-Man, everyone gets that. Like, you got the Spider-Man outfit, whatever. That's all the same thing. But I dressed up one year when I was a kid. It must have been like maybe seven, maybe eight years old. I dressed up as Zorro because I always thought Zorro was the coolest thing ever. The guy was tremendous. He had a he had a sword. The guy kicked ass, right? Zorro. Okay. I came up to this one, and I, my friend of mine that I was going around with had dressed up as a mouse because he was a big fan of mice. I don't don't I don't fully understand that. We're not friends anymore. But anyway, so we went to the door to this one place, and she opened. <laughs> they had it up. a falling out. Now you guys know what Zorro was dressed like. He okay? later became a furry, by the way. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, he was he was the horse's ass later. No, I mean like uh, he was the centaur's ass. But so I, I opened the door. Now Zorro is dressed in all black 
with the mask. Right? Our listeners have heard about Zaro. You know Zaro, the dude of the sword, does the Z thing, mm-hmm. whatever, okay? Uh, the woman opens the door and says, and I quote, Oh, look, it's a rabbit and his friend, the Lone Ranger. I'm like, listen, toots, unless the Lone Ranger started wearing black and a cape and using a sword instead of a gun, I don't think the mouse equals hi-ho silver. Mouse and a Lone Ranger? How am I the Lone Ranger? And I think that that is frustrated children. Rabbit. Well, whatever it was, rabbit. This, this was a really special experience for you, Greg. This is where you got to commiserate with the Hispanic community <laughs> at the lack of recognition for their heroes, because nobody knows who Zorro is. I mean, how do you make they that? They see that one mask, and they're like, okay, clearly you're not Robin from Batman. Right. He's the only other guy who wears that <laughs> right. mask, so obviously you're the Lone you're Ranger. Right. The Lone Ranger. The guy. Right. I just, I just, that? I was like, the Lone Ranger? What the hell is that? This is one of those stories that 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 greg can't get over he's going to be 98 telling this story i mean look if i came to the door okay in halloween and i was dressed up and i had pointy ears i had a blue star trek shirt on Mm -hmm. and i was carrying a hand phaser and somebody looked at me and was like oh look it's satan like why would i you know would would i just be like well i do have pointed ears like i mean what what you know like come on so no wonder the kids have been like you know person was a romulan in which case they would be correct that's true that's true they hate Vulcan. That would be a so little bit of a different situation. That they would think they're Satan. But, you know, like, no wonder kids do this. So probably now kids are just like, well, the hell with this. I'm just going to dress up, you know, if they're female, they're like, I'm not going to get misunderstood anymore. I'm going to just dress up as some slut. And everyone's going to be like, ah, you've dressed as a slut. Congratulations, you're a slut. Because no, it no, matters not you know? what type of slut you are. The intention is really all that matters, and that's clear. Right. So, oh, nurse cheerleader whatever yeah it doesn't matter i see boobs it's all about the short skirt <laughs> i mean really what did you uh did you have a but th- it's thanksgiving we've just been talking about halloween <laughs> for like exactly. half hour this is not the right holiday it's just because of the costumes i don't you think know? turkey crown covers all this i know that's it probably cover true. Our ass this far i don't think so what are you doing for thanksgiving you gonna hang out with friends or because you're not coming home well I know, this is the first year ever that I'm not going home. Wow. Um, So I'm going to be here. I'm going to be spending it with some of the Boing Boing crew tomorrow night for dinner and uh, calling into New York like some schmo being like, hey, hey, everybody. I've done that call where they're going to pass around the phone. You're going to have to tell everyone the same story over and over and over again. They're like, so how are you? I had to work. Are you with that bounce, bounce place or jump, jump? What's it called? I work a lot. Yeah, exactly. jump, jump. We've heard much things about the jump, jump, jump web. We can't seem to find it. Crisscross will seen make any you. Of these videos you're talking about, <laughs> yeah. but I'm sure it's great. No, honestly, like I was trying to explain my new job to my grandmother, who is 94 years old. Yeah. And strangely, there was somewhat of a language barrier. She's like, "Oh, well, I'm sure whatever it is, it's wonderful." I'm like, "No, listen, it's really good. It's really good for me. It's the internet and it's TV." She's like, "I don't think there is TV on the internet. It's on the TV." And I'm like, "No, no, no, it's TV, but it's on." Say there was this the thing web. called TV what? on the internet. <laughs> She's like, "You have like." All of a sudden, you, you hear, have a Doof. hammock. And you're like, what happened? TV in it, and you work by keeping the TV in the hammock. No, not a, a web, the web, the internet. And she's like, no, I don't think that's right. Intercept? Like, you want to intercept listen, something? What? I don't understand. I have a job. They pay me money. She's like, okay, that's a good start. Just keep working hard. I'm like, no, but it's good. It's good. It's a good job. Okay. If you I'm say so. Working and not sitting at home. It's not just not staying at home. It's actually good. He 
hear the details oh, again. It was yeah. really hard. That's really funny. Well, it's like, you want me to send you money? Like, no, don't send me any more money. I'm fine. I don't need $17. And then she hangs up the phone. She's like, so, I don't know what he's talking about. We better send him money. He's all over the place. There's like a some like, net on the I TV, God, and then the TV's on some kind of spider web. $37. And I will kill somebody. Oh, my God. That's funny. Do not send me $37. That's like when somebody asks you the uh, question, and I'm sure I'm going to get this because obviously I'm going to be starting to have the family get-togethers, and my first academic book was just published three, two, three weeks, now three weeks ago, and I'm sure I'm going to get a couple of people just going to be like, oh, so what's it about? And I, I, I have no problem explaining that and sort of giving the very quick encapsulated summary of what it is. The problem is that... Even the encapsulated summary, like, I know already as I'm saying it that they're neither going to understand or be interested in what I'm saying. So I almost wish I could just jump to the, you know what, I swear you're not going to care. Just pat me on the back and say, I'm glad that you got your academic book published, Godspeed, and, you know, damn the torpedoes. Like, don't don't make me, but they're going to be like, oh, no, no, I really want to know. And I'm going to be like, okay, well, blah, blah, blah. And then it's about liminal space and the court mask, and they're going to be like... Right, so it's kind of like about something with theater, and I'll be like, yes, yes, theater is definitely involved. There is theater. <laughs> that is correct. There's there's some people <laughs> a on a stage for my Amazon search. There's actors. Yeah, That's exactly. all you need to know. And you know, it's just like you I, can name any one keyword that relates to my Amazon search, yeah. and you've read my book. Congratulations. And I don't want well, to you, could, you could have them, a somewhat but, similar know. discussion, actually, Gray. You could kind of say, well, it's about liminal space, you know, because the, the, the qu- players would sometimes come off the stage and into the audience, you know, in this, like, area in between. They're like, no, no, I don't think that they did that. I think <laughs> they I didn't think come off the stage. The actors are supposed actors to stay, stay on, on stage. the stage, Greg. I don't like that when they come off stage. <laughs> it's like that, that blue man, blue man trio, you know, that, 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 that blue they guy trio. Me. Yes, is this like a 16th century blue man group? Blue, are they a Greg, blue guy trio or something? And, yeah. <laughs> How many tubes could they possibly pull and, and, from backstage and do different things with? And they don't have and any facial expressions. The they, of tubes? they just stare at no, everyone. Tubes, <laughs> twisting tubes, tubes light up. Great, you make tubes. This is not theater. Do you make tubes, Greg? Is your book about tubes? No, my book is not about tubes. Okay, good, because I think your I book is like about tubes. tubes. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Did you have Speaking a chapter tubes, about tubes? Did you know that my first... My first role-playing character ever, which was in college when I played this online role-playing game, it was all text-based. It was back in the uh, era of MUDs. Right. Multi-user dungeons. I did MUDs. I don't think that and happened. Reason- I don't think there were MUDs. I don't, I don't think that actually oh, in fact, existed. there were? I know, I know that you know there were because you, play, you were like the guild master Indeed. and high you know, chancellor of, of some giant thing. Amen. Oh, yeah. We, we talked about... On, we actually talked about MUDs on one... Ep- I think it was like the first... Uh, Bep report I was on because I talked about how the the one guy kept he was trying kept trying to have sex with me in one of those rooms. And now he's found you in UFR and it's like you're so pretty <laughs> you're prettier now than what you oh were as flashing God. A it on a screen. That's so much better than text. Are you ASCII goddess? <laughs> Are you? Because I love you. I know. <laughs> it's as if she sent a picture by doing an ASCII macro exactly. of like dashes and slashes and question marks to make a face. She's like, like oh, so you little better. punctuating like minx you. <laughs> oh. So anyway. Yeah, sorry. So you're saying gemstone. this game because, you know, I played a lot of like one player role playing games like Dragon Warrior or Final Fantasy. And I'm like, please don't tell me about your crappy little mud. I'll beat it in two weeks, two weeks and I'll have been mastered and it's over. And so since I joined up as a joke before I got severely addicted to it and spent like my entire freshman year of college playing this game to the detriment of my sex life, um, <laughs> my, I named my character 
fallopius because it was just the silly name that occurred to me at the time. What the? Speaking of tubes, not only did I name him fallopius, but when the CSR came online like months later and tried to change it, I made like the most passionate defense of my character's name in history. I'm like, no, Webster's Dictionary says Gabriel fallopius (laughs) was an Italian physician in the 13th century. It's a totally legitimate name. Furthermore, it fits the time period and and this fallopius is fine. I don't know why everyone laughs when I walk around. Anyway, like, can you imagine being in a mud and being, like, the subject of ridicule within the context of a mud? Like, these are the most ridiculous people around. They're all geeks who sit in their computer like, oh, well, fallopius. Sure, whatever you say, fallopius. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Lord Master destroys everything. You know, I'm sure you're not that cool in real life. <laughs> fallopius, I'm sure you'll find the quarry you're looking for, but I'm not going to hunt with you. That's ridiculous. I couldn't lower myself to that standard. <laughs> you bastards. Well, and it's got... It's so much cooler than you in real life. It's true. I named myself Fallopius, but you don't get it. And if you go to wor- <laughs> if you go to World of Warcraft now, you'll see things like that. You know, characters are named like... You know, like there's a character whose name, I swear to God, was lol at you. Like the symbol at. I'm like, okay, LOL mm-hmm. at you. That's a that's a freaking like minotaur warrior. Are you serious? It's like, oh, lol at you, lol at you hits you for 600 damage. I'm like, no, he doesn't. I refuse to believe he hit me for damage. His name is goddamn lol at you. Okay, <laughs> he didn't hit me for anything. He, his mom just told him to go to bed, and he said, come on, mom, just one more guy, and then he killed me, and then he prayed, lol at you, like, and yeah. they claim that what they're filters for that. You know, was that. His actual name was Lolao, which was an yeah, ancient Greg. Chautauquan god of yeah. destruction. Mm-hmm. And it was actually perfectly role-played. Exactly. And the at he just sign? used the at symbol because it symbolized the Native American font <laughs> exactly. of the time. The Native American font. You're such a font. racist, Greg. <laughs> I'd love to hear more about the Native American font. Well, what is this font? I believe that's Sioux. I mean, or perhaps Cherokee. You know, their symbol. Their cryptography. No, no, that's not the word. Their hieroglyphics. That's closer, but that's probably not accurate either. Um, Do you mean you something know, like Times New Roman? Something like Times writing. New Winnebago? God. Something like that? I really don't excel at anything. Yeah. I mean, math, sure, I really don't excel at that. But even the English speaking so much, not so strong. Oh, man. <laughs> so did so you strong. actually get to keep the name Fallopius? Yes, I did. I kept it. And then... Um, a month later, when I reported someone else for having a crappy name on oh the role playing server, wow. the response I Wait, got you were on the, the role playing server? Was, you were on the role playing server. I just joined the server that my friend was on. So, what if that was the role playing server? And his name was like Ove- um, Ovarius Uterus, Ovarius Uterine, or something like that? Like, yeah. that was his name? <laughs> yeah, something. So, the response I got from the CSR was those who live in glass tubes shouldn't throw stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, very nice. <laughs> I guess he showed you. Lol yes. at you. He oh, sure man. did. <laughs> Fallopius Flarendip was spurned again. I have this fantasy that that was. guy was actually um, can't sleep clown is trying to eat me, who's yeah. in Wikipedia now. I have yeah. this fantasy. That, that might be the that same guy. guy. I'd really hope Ooh, so. Bastard. Yeah, it goes full circle. Oh, yeah. If, if any of you are new listeners from Boing Boing or you're just strolling by for the first time, if you happen to come by a person known as can't, cannot dot sleep dot clown dot will dot eat dot me, <laughs> At gmail.com, feel free to uh, mess with him or send him things. Yeah, the only problem with like, your you new know, job is you haven't been able to sign him up for all these free uh, lo- news email newsletters urine. anymore. Yeah, I don't have time to do this. We're going to need to recruit some fans to send him their own urine 
hopefully in uh, non-well-sealed containers. How about you just send him, yeah, like... Good, I think, you know what? I think that's just a good universal rule. Like, if you come in touch with this person, you find us contact, just send him some urine in any way that you like. That's all. In any it's way that you like. It's just really annoying <laughs> and unsanitary. It's just that's really all. annoying. It's worse than spam. It's actually warm <laughs> urine. Like, that's that's the equivalent of it, is that. Yep. Just keep sending the urine. I had, you know, that reminds me, since we're speaking about the annoying thing. So I had this person the other day who gave me the first, like, I wouldn't say it was a prank phone call because I've had, you know, a couple prank phone calls before. But this was just weird. Like We have no idea if it was a prank I don't know if not. it was a prank or not because the, if it's not a prank, then a person was just the stupidest person on the earth. Like, literally, if you found the stupidest person, then you'd have to look next to them to find this person who's even stupider. Like, this is the stupidest person on earth. Okay. So, what the happened was, I get this phone together, call from somebody on my cell phone. They're which, always, like, walking side by side. Well, yeah, they, they tend to gather in packs. The thing mm-hmm. about stupid people is they tend to gather in packs. <laughs> So this person is like, okay, so this person, I get this phone call on my cell phone and I pick up and I'm like, you know, hello. And I hear this, you know, and then I hear, hello. I'm like, hello, hello. So we play that game a little bit. Then I'm like, who's this? Exactly like that. Very clear. Who's this? Hello. And I'm like, who's this? Where are you here? Where are you here? And then all of a sudden, just starts babbling in some vaguely Asian American or Asian dialect. Like I th- it could have been Chinese. I, it sounded didn't sound like Vietnamese to me. It might have been Chinese. But it's like oh, no, 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 no. so far I'm like you must have the wrong number. Pause. Hello. And then hangs up. I was like okay, that person's an idiot. Then they call back five minutes later, and I don't pick up the phone because I figure okay, when this happens, you know they'll figure it out. They'll hear my voicemail. These people called me. 15 times in the next hour getting to my voicemail and the thing is they would get to the voicemail they would never leave messages they would get to the voicemail and then they'd stop and then they were like and then they'd hang up again so finally after an hour they call for the 16 times in an hour yeah that's like calling once every five seconds yes well oh wait wait no wait wait a minute wait hang on no Wait, we won the That's, Oscar! Uh, I think we actually won the Oscar! Oh! No, so they didn't call you. Yes, yes, the ones happened, they didn't call me at all. Yeah. No, oh no, so they called 15 times. They called 15 times. Um, wait. Oh. Wait. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, there you go. Okay, we all go. clear on that? It's a Sorry. word puzzle. If one yeah. train leaves and then a man hung like a horse <laughs> leaves from the other city at the same time, when will they meet in, in Ohio? Uh, so, that, so that, you know, the, like the 16th time they call, I pick up and I'm like, hello? Hello? I'm like, do you have the wrong number? I was like, you have the wrong... Hello? I'm like, please don't call again. Hang up. Call back, call back, call back, call back. Two hours later, another 15 calls have been left to the same call. Finally, call again. I pick up. I'm like, do not call again. You have the wrong number. Don't call again. Hello! So I ended up leaving this message on it, which was like, if you've reached my cell phone, you must leave a message. I have received annoying phone calls, and your phone is being traced. I will report you if you do not leave a message. So then I got these sheepish, like our friend Kevin, who's been on the show a couple shows ago, you know, left this message like, hi, my name's, uh, this is Kevin. This is Kevin, Greg. Kevin is not, I'm not the bad, this is Kevin. Like, all these, like my brother calls up, and my brother's like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. This is Jeff, by the way. In case you're wondering, this is Jeff. This is your the draft. I'm just like, okay, okay, that's fine. All these people are like, like oh my god, nope, I will be destroyed. Calling the police. <laughs> exactly. Don't call this phone. You are being recorded, Hello? recorded and spied upon. Because if it's not a prank caller... How stupid do you Department have to be? Department of Security. Like, even if you can't speak English, you would hear me in the message, and you'd be oh, like, that's on, in Greg. English. Clearly. It was clearly. It was clearly one of your students. That's who it was. Hello? It was one of your students. But from the same number, even. I was just like, what the 
Oh, God. So, I don't you know. You should call that number. Oh, right. So, I can get back. So, now I can be interacting with them. Hello? We'll call it from, like, work or something. That's what they wanted. They were really asking, they it's were demanding just, that you be their friend in Vietnamese. Yeah. But you just didn't understand they're them, just, and they are trying really hard. It was a call for help, Greg. Be my friend. And you failed. Wrong number. Please. I just want somebody to talk to. I'm really at the end of my rope. This is the wrong number. Stop calling. <laughs> Please. Please, sir. I'm thinking of ending it all. You can help me. <laughs> I know you can change my life. This, you have the wrong number. Stop calling. No, but sir, you don't understand. <laughs> The right number for me now. Or is like, please talk to me. It's like the winning lottery numbers you are. are. I'm like, you're being recorded. <laughs> the winning numbers are. Yeah, I please. mean, I just, you know, it would be one thing if it was just the home number. I am. But I mean, it was the cell phone number, man. It's a little bit freaky. I don't give that number I'm out to anybody. I'm a dignitary from Bhutan, and I've received a wealthy endowment. And if you can pay a small processing fee, I can exactly. write you a check for 85,000 American dollars, please. Hello, I am in Bhutto Umbuta, and my father recently died, and leaving me the sum of $6 trillion. If you give me $100, I will give you all $6 trillion, because this is a perfect deal for me. Yeah. Gold bullion. Yeah. It's true. They've actually, yeah. there's some commercials out here, I don't know if they're out by you, Russ, where they've started to show some things like that, where they've started, which is kind of funny, like, they'll yeah, show, I saw that. I saw you saw the guy, like, sitting down on the bus next to the woman, he's like, congratulations, yep. you've won a thousand dollars, just give me a check for a hundred, and she's like, get out of here. And then he just sort of looks around, and it's like, this doesn't work in real life. But for some reason, like, in spam, they're like, sounds good to me. Like, it must be people like your grandmother's like, there is no such thing as the internet. And that means that this person must be telling the truth. All of this is a fantasy. I'll wake yeah. up in a few minutes. The funny you thing know? is that that absolutely works in real life. The problem is they just can't do the same volume that they can do with spam emails. And if they could, then it would work the same amount of time. It would just be if you can get to a million people, you're going to get you know a certain amount to agree to your scam. Oh, you mean because they can um, ask more people, so it's more likely that they'll find yeah, just the odds. That's really the only difference. In fact, I would even argue that it's far more effective in person than it is over an email. So you'd have a higher rate of return if you just went up to people and told them that they won the lottery and you need to pay a processing fee. Like, that would work. But wait, though. I mean, do you think that there's... I'm going to start doing that now. <laughs> I'm going to quit boing boing. Just walk around. Just for the law of averages. No, sir. Well, do you guys think... I'm an important dignitary. Is, is it true that there is... I mean, I know the, you know the Barnum thing. There's a sucker born every minute. Aren't there some things that are so far-fetched that there's no way that anybody would fall for it? Like, if you walked up to somebody and you were just like, look, if you strip down naked right now and give me every bit of your money, I'm going to walk away, but in one hour I will return and give you all your money and clothing back. And like and and, and double it, like and triple well, the money that you have. No. Like, is anybody yeah, going to fall you for have that? To offer them something. Well, that's fine. You're like, I'm going to hit you <laughs> over the head and then pee on your corpse, and then we'll come and clean up somewhat later on. I don't on, know, according okay? to the law of averages, someone's like, sounds <laughs> like, good, um, sign me up. Hey, take my belt. But is it, you know, is, so there must be some scams that just have no possibility of working. Like, they could not possibly work, right? I mean, that's even beyond the 15%. Can you think? I mean, look, I'm not saying that people, like, are looking to, I mean, people are naturally skeptical. You have to be a practiced you know, well-schooled con to get anything that you want, even on a low rate of return. Like, the best salesman at the office I used to work in would sell, like, you know, less than 2% of all the people that he spoke to. And he made a ton of money doing that, because that's still only 2%. That's like, um... It's like, oh, uh, no. Two, um... <laughs> 
Two uh, percent is an incredible amount, Russ. It's better than ninety-eight. Like actually, he filed actually, bankruptcy last year. Small, but it's <laughs> oh, big. oh, actually, he like has two, no money. Actually, he killed himself. Two, oh. Two percent. It's like seven for every dozen. Oh no! Baker's dozen. Brain will hurt. Gross. Brain will hurt so much. Oh, math is hard. I. Uh, yeah. Well, it's anyway. Yeah, so he. The point of the story is that uh, the Grifters is a really fantastic movie. It's not very well known. It's John Cusack. Yes. It's like mid '80s. Yes. And uh, gives you a few good examples of some simple grifts that you can pull. Since they haven't been in a movie in 20 years, they're now okay to use in the public. They're again. appropriate. So well, well here's an example of one that would never work. The string attached to the dollar bill trick, right? Where there's a dollar bill, and someone comes up to get it, and then you pull it away, and then they start chasing the dollar bill down the street. That's not a grift. That's a magic trick. <laughs> it's not. It's like a, a magic party. trick. It's not like, ha a, it's not a grift because it's your own dollar that you're putting there and then swiping it away. So it's okay. not like you're getting anything well, wait, other than making the person What if you stole like the dollar first for the for person and then you leave a post-it note that's like, this, it is, a string this is your dollar. Behind your back in two seconds and then gave it back to them. And with, instead of, okay. Run here, after okay, this no, dollar and it's yours. Sure. Being a pickpocket's more efficient. But instead, if you take it, attach a string, then you can lead them on forever and it's oh way more God. fun i know you only get to take one dollar at a time and it takes a half hour each time but trust me if the fun makes up for it <laughs> can you imagine some thief's like i got his wallet all right now the fun begins and like busily like scribbling post-it notes like attaching <laughs> oh, to the wait, strings there's my wallet hey it moved my wallet moved did you see that oh well, oh, well there it is hey oh well it moved uh, again it, oh, it moved no. again it moved again that's no way it can happen it again. can't happen another time can oh yeah exactly best grift ever yeah that's that's pretty yeah, impressive that's way better than beating someone up with a sack of oranges so that they bruise up so you can collect on the insurance money that's a way better grift. that's a grift speeding on i thought it used to be wasn't it like a sack of that was uh, in the movie the grifter really he beat the crap out of this woman with a sack of oranges because apparently that like makes you bruise up real nice and makes it look like you're in some horrific accident. Wow. And he did that on purpose so that she could uh, collect insurance money. That's really... That's charming. Doesn't that movie yep. end with like some person getting their throat cut by this like shard of glass or something and it's really disgusting and horrifying? Oh, it wasn't a glamorization of Khan at oh, all, okay. being a con. It was very it wasn't much a touchy realistic. feely grift movie. You con, you get by, and then somebody hatches you one time and like punches you in the gut and you die from internal bleeding. It was like that kind of story. Ah, I see. But I happen to like those kind of stories. <laughs> all my favorite movies are like really dark. It is. It's a heartwarming dark, holiday story. Dark humor. Sure, absolutely. There you go. Yeah, like leaving Las Vegas is one of my oh, favorite my movies dad, of all time. My dad hated which, that movie with a passion because he's like, why do I want to watch a man drink himself to death? And it was like, well, because he's, Cause it's art. It's, he said it was not art. He said it was watching a man trick and himself to death. because Elizabeth Shue plays a girl in a Halloween costume <laughs> the entire movie. Ah, now that's... that's now we have the Steve Valentin here in the system. Well, you know, uh, uh, did, you, did you see Saving Private Ryan? Uh-huh. See, now, there used to be a point where I would watch movies. I watched a lot of movies. And I always felt there was always some redeeming quality in a movie, either just pure entertainment value or artistic or blah, blah, blah. But since I haven't been watching movies as much over the last, I guess, 10 years, when you see a movie, it's not... When I see movies now, I don't always necessarily see an inherent value in them. Sometimes I will definitely... I could see myself nowadays saying... I wish I hadn't seen that. For example, Big Mama's House 3, she had some trouble with the redeeming value no, in I Big didn't. Mama's House 3. But 
But Two, yes, that was a work of I art. I saw but. Leaving Las Vegas, and I didn't necessarily feel that way about it, but I did feel the way about Saving Private Ryan. I felt very angry that I had, had to be traumatized by that movie, and now I have images from that movie that have traumatized me that I can't get rid of. And I don't feel that I needed to see that movie at all. I think I can understand the brutality of war to a certain extent. I don't have to see it realized with special effects and the cruelty of human beings. I don't have to actually see it materialized. I just, for me, I, I just really hated that movie. I guess because of what it displayed. So I guess it was somewhat similar to what your father was saying of like, why would I want to watch something like that? But even beyond that, I'm like, I, I'm angry that you, that you had me watch that. Boy, Russ's, uh, this is Russ's movie list would not be on Clea's favorites. Russ would be like, how about a clockwork orange? And then a chaser of taxi driver. How's that sound, Clea? Then we're going to follow that up with, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, you know what? I saw, movie. I saw Night Taxi of the Hunter Driver. In Manchurian Canada. I saw Taxi Driver and I didn't think much of it, but I, I did, it wasn't necessarily one of those movies where I felt like, you know, you've traumatized me and now I, I can never be the same again. Yeah, I mean, I didn't necessarily feel that way with the taxi driver. Well, there have, and I felt the same way after I watched Harry Potter. So you know, it's different, different. I will never get the image of those glasses out of my head. Oh God, it's terrible. Yeah, speaking of that, or the movie Beethoven, which was not about Beethoven, but about a dog that like tramples over tables for two hours. And Charles Grodin chases him. J. Poor Jason Alexander, who can't get a good role to save his life other than George Costanza being like Beethoven, Beethoven, no. I thought it was Charles Grodin. No. Was it Charles Grodin? Oh, Beethoven, no. Yeah, you're right. Whatever. Some other idiot who's got. How many actors were there in that movie? Two. I think it's five, actually. Come on, kids. (laughs) Kids, oh, kids, don't run away. Oh, Beethoven. Oh, kids. Oh, tables. Beethoven, tables, and kids. What a great summary. Summarize it for me. Oh, Beethoven. Oh, tables. No, it's Beethoven on the bed. He goes into their master bedroom and he's all wet. That's the really climactic moment. Yeah. I was thinking of the Jason Alexander is partnered with the chimpanzee movie. That was another animal movie. I see, it was okay. some other horrendous thing. Where it's like, oh no, the chimpanzee's loose. Oh, I got to oh, get Mozart. Oh, Mozart was the name, right? Oh, tables. Oh, kids. Tables. <laughs> it's all the same nonsense. <laughs> oh my God. That's that's the Hollywood formula: kids, tables, and some kind of animal. Look, I see the kids and the animals. Where are the tables? You have to keep knocking those. Where are the tables over? in the script? We're missing the. Uh, we're the, missing the, the tables. The, that element, yeah. Yeah. It's not the same. You know, it's like the Sandlot. The Sandlot's like this lovely baseball movie about kids until in the last 15 minutes they have to release like Goliath, no, Hercules the dog, and then Hercules the dog chases the kids around for like the last hour and a half of the movie. They're like, oh no, birthday cakes and tables and chairs and movie theater seats and oh Hercules, oh kids, oh chain link fence, oh, <laughs> oh chain link fence. That's pretty funny. Yeah, there was a uh, terrible. Ice. Any any movie that prominently features an animal is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that it's a bold statement, and there are lots of movies with animals. What about Black Stallion? They're all bad. All of them. Yes, Black Stallion. What about the Neverending the Story? Huh? Old Luck Dragon. Old Yeller. The Neverending Story. Oh, my father turned into a porcupine. These are all horrible, horrible ideas. Dude, Neverending Story kicked Never lots again. and lots of ass. Oh. The dude had a freaking Luck Dragon, and he kicked the ass of the bullies. You are out of your mind. Okay. If you think that wasn't good. Uh, all right, I'll go ahead and give you that, and make the distinction that I'm talking about animals that exist. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we can say Sacrilege. that dragons are fine. Yes, I guess that's fair. Yeah, I guess that's that's fair enough. How about okay? How about this? Any movie involving household pets 
and or domesticated zoo animals, like trained zoo animals that feature prominently in a movie, makes the movie unwatchable. But farm animals are okay, right? What about Because you liked Babe, right? Yes. Farm animals can be okay. okay. Charlotte's Web. Because, yeah, I think that's better. Seabiscuit. Better. At least farms. What about Seabiscuit? Because with farms, you actually have a reason to feature farm animals. Right. Like, it's an actual setting that exists. Gotcha. Not, let's have Operation Dumbo Drop <laughs> with fucking an elephant and Bill Murray and guys who are, like, in fatigues the whole movie for no reason because they're carting an elephant around and make for the worst fucking movie ever. Like, See, it, it's, like, guaranteed to make it worse than any movie could conventionally See, Russ, be without the animal. We have a great way of dealing with this. We just don't go see... I haven't seen any of these I know. Movies. The problem is and like, and then I had to see it Why because clearly it's movies? out there. It exists. It's on film. <laughs> it's been transferred to the medium. I must go see it by definition. That's and right. Big Mama's House Five. My collection is incomplete. <laughs> it's like Dumbo having a baseball Trump. card set, and it's like I have seen every Bill Murray movie except for Operation Dumbo Drop. So what am I supposed to do? I have to see uh, it. Oh, I've seen every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie except for that. Jingle all the way. Oh crap! Now I have to watch Jingle all the way to complete the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Set. I mean, can you imagine like, the agent sucks, call? But I have to do it. Sometimes. Can you imagine the agent's call about that? He's just like, Bill, Bill. I've got a great script for you. It's got animals. It's got kids. Like, what is it? Operation Dumbo Drop. Does it have like, a table? He's like, I, I don't know that I can. Bill, come on. The money's not coming in anymore. Okay. <laughs> Stripes was twenty years ago. Jesus, let's let's move on. You know, Lost in Translation kind of was lost in money. You know what I'm saying? No, Lost Translation came after. Yep. He he's he's no, had but I'm a new saying in terms of money, now, like in terms of money, is what I'm saying. Is a he's had a new situation. renaissance since Lost in Translation. In terms of money, if you're in a time machine and you're back in 1993, <laughs> before he knew he would have money, after he already made lots of right. money, because he was in the golf movie with cartoons and Michael Jordan, which clearly made money. Otherwise. Right. Why in God's name would you ever make well, that Well, you movie? could calculate the rate of inflation Where for us, Russ, if you like, because I know you're good at those sorts of things. <laughs> well, carry the one. Maybe uh. they do it. <laughs> I know what. Oh, that makes sense, because they do it because obviously if the animal features prominently in the movie and the animal doesn't get a paycheck, then more money for whoever the sucker co-star sure. is who gets to star with yeah. them. The more animal actors you have, the, makes the, the, the fewer situations you have to deal with. Beethoven that. doesn't get a gift. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, he, he does get paid yeah. somewhat, uh, and the I, trainer does, is, but... Definitely nothing like an, an actor. Seriously, can you guys name any movie that was even average? Not good, just average movie that featured prominently a domesticated animal that was not a farm animal. Anyone. Anyone. Uh, Lion, any the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Total shit movie. Again. So you wouldn't count a, You wouldn't count like a wolf, Christ right? Lion. I'm not talking about just the no, lion. Exactly. There's a beaver. There's a fox. I mean, they're not... I guess and you wouldn't not, talk about these horses. Are all, these are all non-domesticated animals. Mm. And I'm not talking about horses because those are farm animals and they're actual context. So like you mean dogs, cats, movies. parakeets. Actually oh, I got one. Horses in them. Finding Nemo. Ah, uh, Finding Nemo. That's a cartoon. You want to give you a live... Russ, there is the problem that live-action films have some limitations in that the animals can't talk unless they're made to do so through CG. So how am I supposed to give you an animal yeah, story so words, that was actually a good movie, one? Look Who's Talking To, which features prominently a talking dog and a talking cat voiced by Rosie O'Donnell. Not a good movie! Because it's stupid! Um, Don't do it! So we need a good dog movie... Somehow. Oh, is there a good dog movie out there? Uh, there are no good dog movies. Good cat movie? Not a one. I mean, Old Yeller would probably be the closest, because it's like an old classic, but there's no such thing. Oh, Cujo. 
Oh, the Stephen King yeah. movie? Prominently figures Isn't a dog. Is a wolf? No, it's a dog. It's a St. Bernard, dude. Dude. Isn't it a wolf? Dude, Bernard. it's totally a St. Bernard, It's not a dude. wolf. It's a St. Bernard. Alright, to be fair... I've never seen Cujo, so I can't speak for. <laughs> I mean, whether it's, it's, it's a lousy film. Let's be honest. I'm just Although, saying, you know. Now, if you're gonna go to Cujo, I don't know why you didn't make the move and do Pet Cemetery because that has Ooh, a lot of animals Pet Cemetery. in it and is like scary as shit. And but but wait, they're dead animals, so maybe I get out of it because they're all right. dead or and or demon possessed <laughs> animals, yeah. which I think gives me the same argument as the dragons are okay. Right. If demon possessed animals the are, dragons okay, are okay, dragons are okay. This is like the opposite of the of the problem yeah. with math that Russ has been having. Like if we wait another half hour, Russ will be like, okay, okay, okay. Brown furred dogs <laughs> who weigh twenty to twenty three pounds who live in the northeastern United States. Has there ever been a and good movie involving them that also had? Diane Keaton in it. Where they knock over it, tables yeah. for 70 minutes of When has that happened? Like, what, Show me a good You can't movie find like a movie that. like that. <laughs> You're like, what about Table Manifesto 7? That won all those awards. Like, damn it. <laughs> Table Manifesto <Okay>. 7. <laughs> Fine. Oh, God. Oh, there is actually one movie, that was a great movie. where a, something figures prominently, and uh, it is, and that is uh, Mad Max 2, where Mad Max has a dog, which mm. is domesticated, and the dog is important in the movie. Somehow, I don't think that dog featured prominently. Yeah, but it's still not like a main Because I've seen the Mad Max movies. I saw lots of cars and lots of shoulder pads. Well, what about when he drives the car? Chainsaws and very few dogs. What about when he drives the car, huh? When the dog was driving the car? Of course. You remember that, right? Don't tell me... And don't tell me Groundhog's Day because there was a Groundhog Ooh, for like Groundhog's two seconds in that but movie. No, Groundhog really Day, yeah, movie. yeah. Like that had nothing to do with the Groundhog. No, yeah. Either. It was yeah. all about. And also, Groundhog is not a domesticated animal unless there's something that I don't know about California. All right, Hound, Hound of the Baskervilles. <laughs> what you got? Or Cat's Eye. What? Hound of the Baskervilles. Is, or Cat's Eye. I don't know any of these movies. How is it? I have Russ, no idea what you're Russ, talking about. How is it that you know and have seen the movie Operation Dumbo Drop, but you have not seen <laughs> Cat's Eye or Hound of the Baskervilles? How is this possible? Because I was born after 1937. So was I, but I've seen these movies. <laughs> oh wait, wait! I just thought of one. I just thought of one. Well, see, but it's not domesticated, so it doesn't count. So never okay. mind. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work because it's King Kong. Well, what did you so think? So it of? doesn't work. <laughs> He's clearly not domesticated. Well, yeah. <laughs> if yeah. there is a domesticated a giant King Kong, fictional gorilla. <laughs> does not fit into the parameters that I set up for you. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I just have to... Can you just put in something which which well, I'll like, read out? What about the fifth element? What about Reservoir We're Dogs? Like the race of dog aliens <laughs> dogs. What about Reservoir like, Dogs? Yes, that was a great movie. Yeah, that was a great movie with all the dogs that right. were played by people like Tim Roth. Right. And, uh... You yeah. Know. Let me just say, front page other, headline other of Yahoo, this canine postal worker not only delivers mail, but also drives and asks for directions. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Just so you think. Which, speaking of which, Starsky and Hooch. <laughs> horrible movie. Another one. It was like Tom Hanks and a dog. And as good right. as Tom Hanks is, right. right. this is a horrible idea. Right. It's a bad idea. You don't pair him with a dog. Or Jim Belushi had a movie with a dog. Maybe more than one. Horrible. Yes, anything involving dogs, dog. not a good idea. Doesn't matter how good the actor is. Steve Martin and, you know, a parrot, not a good movie. Never never works. <laughs> oh, you know, a good one, a very good example was Every Which Way But Loose, which is the Clint Eastwood movie where he co-stars with an orangutan. Right. 
But that was an actually a good movie because it's an orangutan and it's not like a dog. No, it's true. All of the all of the ones Even with with uh, domesticated animals that I can think of that were good movies continue to be cartoons. I keep thinking of yeah. what about Goldfinger? You have a little more leeway, like Goldfinger with Blofeld like the and the cat. Can be clever, you know, Blofeld. And Why? Because he has a cat that didn't feature prominently. Yeah, it does. It's like a prop you never see cat. him directly. You it's only like see him petting the cat. The- Oh, oh Lord, Craig. That's not. And I think with that, the cat didn't do anything. Well, yeah, he did. He meowed. He purred a lot. That was important. If he was holding a Chinese lantern, <laughs> it would have been exactly the same as it was. Do you expect Instead me to talk? No, Mr. Bond. That as he's like brushing the Chinese lantern, I expect you to die. <laughs> I expect you to celebrate the day of the tree with the this day of the rat and the day of the lamb. Now we will clip bonsai trees. The same movie. Nothing has changed. And in that spirit, one thing that has changed is the time. And we've actually gone to another hour. We want to thank everybody for listening to us again. We want to wish everybody a very happy Thanksgiving. Please give us feedback. Send us email to um, Greg. We're going to get Clea at MetReport.com as soon as we can. But in the meantime, if you send it to Greg, he'll get it. Greg at MetReport.com. Russ at MetReport.com. He'll get it, but she won't. He'll get it, and he'll send it on to her. Story at MetReport.com. Story still gets stuff occasionally from us, and you can do that. You can call our phone number. You can do all that cool stuff. So please check in with us and have have a great Thanksgiving. Oh. Don't fall you know asleep. If you guys Don't eat too much turkey. Want to be on Boing Boing TV yeah. and you do something worthy of what you think would be worthy oh, of Boing, yeah. Boing Boing TV, like totally get in touch yeah. with me and I'll, I'll totally put you on Boing Boing yeah. TV. There you go. But only if, only you're cool. if you're cool. And not being like, I can whistle and hum at the same time. Like, honestly, like something that looks My like... My dog can play cards. Can I get on? No, I hate domesticated animals. <laughs> no, <Dad>. <laughs> Can your vulture play cards? I'll put him on, not your dog. Say goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bastard. Can your vulture play cards? Ah! <laughs> raise! Raise! Ooh, 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 ooh. A lizard, a snake. Did, did, uh, what's that what, animal, what? what's bring that it, movie that it. I loved when I was young? That guy that... It, what, Dr. Doolittle? No. The Beastmaster. Beastmaster. Yes. Did Beastmaster have any domesticated yeah. animals? No, damn it. Yes, it did. Ferrets. Yeah. Clea. Why was he the Beastmaster, Clea? <laughs> he was the Beastmaster because he mastered wild beasts. Not because he was like, look, was a trying. cat listens. The dog sits when I tell it to sit. I am the Beastmaster. I am a superhero. Come here, eat the peanuts. Yes, you ate the peanuts. The Beastmaster. Like, come on! Roll over. Look, he just rolled Why over. Play cool. dead. He played dead right in front of me. Oh, I know. <laughs> Look, I have to leave his food trail. No, honestly, otherwise he'll be for, for no. real. Play dead and say goodbye, everybody. Roll over and say goodbye. <laughs> come on! He was pretty hot, though. The proceeding was a presentation of the MEP Report, hosted at www.mepreport.com. All rights reserved. In no way should any part of this show be construed as an invitation to buy, sell, or trade flightless birds, or reassemble Voltron. Or at least not the stupid one in the cars. Please support the MEP Report by voting for the show at www.vitalpodcast.com, adding the show to your list of favorites at podcastpickle.com, and clicking on the Vote for MEP link on the MEP Report homepage to vote for us at podcastalley.com. Email us at Greg, Russ, Story, or Andy at mepreport.com, and call us and leave a voicemail or a fax at 206-600-MEP1. That's 206-600-6371. And finally, please join the fight to stop the senseless farming of emu glands. It's immoral, it's unethical, and frankly, it's just a little bit gross. Just another day away.